0: All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast. Part of the 247 Sports Network and inside the Rebels. Hope you guys are doing good this morning. Day off to a good start, all of that. Here on a Wednesday hump day edition of the show. I had to check real quick to make sure that was right. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Middle of the week. Uh, what's the national day today? Real quick, I'll check that. I should pull this up before I start the podcast every day. Anything special that you need to be observing out there? Whatever Eat Outside Day is, I know what it is. I know what it is before anybody says anything. Of course, I know what that means. Matchmaker Day, South Carolina Day, Trail Mix Day. Big fan of Trail Mix. The Eat Outside Day thing, though. That definitely qualifies for me growing up in Lawrence County. Uh, There's not much better than that. Plus, when you're in the woods in the country, I mean, eating outside, that's going to happen. I'm thinking at the lake, grilling out, something something like that. But you can observe that if you want to. It's also, more importantly, not just the day, but the week. It's game week. Game week. With Troy happening Saturday. And hopefully a packed stadium for what could be a really good year. You know, and this is kind of funny, but one of the ways that that I can tell the season is is here. Now all of a sudden from my three boys, I'm getting all kinds of questions. Hey, who's quarterback going to be? I bet yesterday my kids are asking, but when I'm going around town or, you know, we have a ton of people here in the metro area that are on this message board. And if I see friends out and about, you know, they're going to have questions about what's going on. That one is the question. You know, who's going to be the quarterback? Got it this morning. Got up. Had to run a few quick errands. Hey, man, who's uh, who's really going to start at quarterback this Saturday? And we'll see. When Lane Kiffin rolls out the the starting offense, we'll see who that is. I anticipate that'll be Jackson Dart, but we'll see. Don't know, but I do know my kids are asking all kinds of questions. Hey, what's going on here? What's going on there? Hey, Dad, what do you, is the, you really think the team's going to be pretty good? I mean, there's some excitement here, right? And that's a good thing. There's some excitement. And then, you know, now I'm seeing stuff on social media, and we're about to get into some recruiting. I wanted to talk about Daniel Hill here in a second. And then if Luke Altmyer ends up being the guy, I'm going to tell you why. But, uh, but the kids are asking all kinds of questions. There's stuff on social media. And every time, if you saw the Zach Evans sound this week, you know, I know a lot of fans are excited about that. He's got he's ready because he's getting angry. And if he's getting angry, then that means we're about to kick off a game. Um, I do like that kid. And you know what's funny in this business? You know, there's rumors out there and stuff that comes out about a player or a coach or a person. And then once they get on the team or you're around them, or coaches are around them, they're just not at all what you thought. And there was a lot of that out there with Zach Evans, as far as being a teammate or hard to coach, you know, that kind of stuff being a little different and everything, at least that I've heard from people uh, associated with the program up there is, um, Hey, but the kid's been great, you know, but, uh, but when he says stuff like that at a press conference, fans get excited about it. When Lane Kiffin says this at a press conference, um, this quote came out this week from earlier, I guess it was Monday. I feel like I needed Oxford and Ole Miss a lot more than it needed me. How people are here, it's been really awesome for me. A lot of changes that have taken place personally, I think a lot of it had to do with me coming here. Fans hear that. They see those kind of quotes. You're more excited about the season, about your coach. Which, I mean, those are great quotes from Lane Kiffin. Like, he's done a great job. People, if we go back a couple of years when he was hired, and And you look to where he is today, I don't think a lot of people would have predicted this like he has done just about everything right thus far. He has made good decisions. He seems to be this is a good thing ahead of whatever issues are coming, you know, with the transfer portal or with rules changes, with coaching hires, you know he seems to be a step ahead of on all of this. I think Ole Miss has a really good recruiting strategy. I like what they're doing there. When they've had to replace coaches, he's done a really good job replacing coaches. You know, there's been coaches in the past at Ole Miss that had great staffs initially. I'm thinking of David Cutcliffe here. And then the longer time went on and coaches left, that staff went down. Uh, But he's he's done a really good job hiring people and bringing in new coaches. So, yeah, everybody's excited about this weekend. And I might wrap up the the podcast with some of that about Troy. Okay, I put up a story this morning on Meridian athlete Daniel Hill. The kid is just a 2024, 20, so he's just a junior. And right now, in terms of where he's headed or where he's going, you know, he does have a lot of offers already. You know, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A and M, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. You know, your usual schools. LSU is in on him. Um, most notably probably is an Alabama offer that he got back in March. Uh, I know he was very excited to get that offer. And I don't know what the pecking order is right now in terms of schools. If that was really the school that he wanted to go to, then I got to think he probably pulls the trigger right then. So when kids don't do that, well, then there is at the very least, if you take a a common sense approach to this, at the very least, there's an openness to all the schools that are out there recruiting him. Um, he's about 6'1", 220, and he looked exactly that this weekend. He told me when I talked to him last night, he likes to play somewhere around 210 to 215. What will he be on the next level? You know, I don't know. He's one of the most impressive athletes I'll see all year. Like, Sunterine Perkins is in that category when I get a chance to see him. Um, Aiden Williams is in that category. This is a little different because this kid, he's bigger. You know, when you're talking about a 16-year-old kid that's already in the neighborhood of 220 pounds. And if you look through the photos that I put up in that photo gallery to go with the story, he's hes put together at 220 pounds. That's crazy to me at that age. But he can run. Um, he's one of those guys, too. You know how some, some kids you bump into, like they have athleticism. They're strong in the weight room. You know, but they don't necessarily make a lot of plays. You know, they're good at football or whatever sport they're playing, for that matter, just because of how athletic they are and they just dominate everybody. But then you bump into some other kids who just have an innate ability to play. You know, they make plays. They have good hands. Um, They have some football instincts. They're able to find holes. They don't run with their head down, you know, looking at their shoes. Like he's one of those dudes he has an idea of what he's doing out there you know for instance early in that game he runs a touchdown probably 15 20 yards around the end gets called back next play they run a little little halfback pass play where he throws a touchdown in the corner of the end zone uh, to a kid that's actually i think he's committed or offered by Florida state i can't remember that that kid's name it'll hit me later And then later on, I think the next possession they have the ball, you know, they throw, I think it's a little wheel route to him down the sideline, and he makes an unbelievable catch. Like you could have taken Aiden Williams or Suntering Perkins or fill in the blank, top wide receiver around the state, and had they been able to haul in that ball, it would have been an unbelievable catch. You know, he made one of those kind of plays so he has he has a lot going for him is what I'm saying I know Ole Miss is recruiting him hard uh they'll be one of many schools that are after him seems like a nice kid you know he's easy to get in touch with um very thankful for photos which i'm I'm very happy to do that when I can go to a game and see a kid and you know get photos for you guys and then send them some also so they have them you know just a very grateful kid comes across as um as top-notch, you know, one of those dudes. And uh, I'm trying to make a comp, and I hate to do that because it never seems fully appropriate. Look, some of you, I'm going to age myself here, okay, with this name. And I'm not saying he's just like this guy because this guy wasn't nearly as versatile as this. So this probably is a bad guy, a bad comp. But just in terms of how he runs the football and his size, a little bit like Jamal Pittman back in the day. Do y'all remember Jamal? I think he was out of Columbia. I remember seeing him when I was in college. He was in high school. I think I saw him play Prentice maybe. Uh, But he was in that 6'1", 215, 220 area, and they run the ball similarly. Uh, This kid is, is more versatile. You know, he could play linebacker, has played linebacker. And I could absolutely, if you see him in person, he has these huge legs, huge calves. You know, you could see him play in that kind of position in college, and then Jamal, of course, his career at Ole Miss, he had a a couple of knee injuries, and then that that ended it. You know, I think he, I still think he could have been a really good player when when he came through Oxford, but the two the two knee injuries they uh, they got him. Uh, But that's one comp, and I can't really think of another good one. But this, he'll show up to campus. Coaches will kind of fight over him. Where do we put him? You know, how best is he going to help the team? But um, but I enjoyed seeing that kid play. Uh, but still, just a junior, so we're talking about class of 2024 here. Um, here's some other news real quick. You should have seen this already. The Mark Robinson thing made the, the Pittsburgh Steelers roster. Think about that. That's a guy who two years ago, you know, wasn't even playing linebacker. A lower-level transfer running back who comes into a new school for a year, gets moved to the linebacker spot, and that guy looked like he was made to play it. And look for what the NFL does. He's perfect. They throw the ball more now, so you don't need to be this 250-pound run stuffer. That's just not what the NFL is right now. That guy's made for the NFL. And if you followed him at all, already a lot of social media chatter about how physical he is. Look, he's not only going to make that team. You watch. That guy is going to have a career. You know, knock on wood, you know, God willing, he's going to have a a solid career. Happy for him. Chance Campbell also makes a roster. You know, talking about how underrated that linebacker core was last year, which makes you a little nervous about replacing it, but it was obviously better in hindsight than fans knew last year. Uh, Those two guys were difference makers. You know, got to figure out how to fill their shoes this Saturday and then for the rest of the year. But they both make rosters. Happy to see that. Former linebacker. speaking of linebackers, comes back to town this week. Taylor Polk is an assistant coach at Troy, so a little bit of coming home for him. Awesome guy if y'all got to know Taylor at all. Played at Brandon, had a ton of tackles there. There's always this undersized, underrated kind of guy, overachiever you know all those classic things and then he gets to old miss and ends up being a a a contributor and a starter but he's an awesome person. And uh, I'm happy for him what he's doing over at Troy. You never know, maybe he's back in town one day coaching. But um but he'll roll back into town this weekend. And then I did want to uh, bring this up real quick. Tomorrow probably a little bit more actual breakdown of what's going to happen Saturday. I'm not sure who's going to be the quarterback this year. You know, just from what I hear, if I had to guess, yeah, I, I would bet on Jackson Dart. And hopefully he goes out there and has the most unbelievable year. And pulling for him. Hope he kills it. But I'm looking here at a picture of Luke Altmeyer, who went to the press conference. I guess this is this week. I hope this is this week. Has two things going for him. He busted out the Rocky jersey or the, the Rocky shirt. And he's also sporting, maybe he had this last year, the mustache. You know, nothing but respect for both of those things. I don't remember the mustache. Did he have that last year? But whatever mojo he can muster here, like I'm looking at the photo now, he's killing it. The Rocky jersey should give him just a little bit of boost here. Uh, I think Luke's a good quarterback. You know, I think fans have been and they're excited about Jackson Dart, but this is just uh, this isn't a bad thing. This is just how fans kind of get. You're so excited about whoever's coming in and then that becomes your guy, you know? Everybody has a guy. That's my guy. And before they ever hit the field, it's it's not that you're wanting to rip on the other players. It's just you're defending your guy. It's not so much people on the board you're trying to rip Luke Altmyer, you're defending whoever your guy is and a lot of you are Jackson Dart and uh, it's more of that. But Luke was a talented kid coming out of high school. So Ole Miss is fortunate that he's on that roster. And if he ends up the guy this year, it wouldn't shock me. I think if he gets the opportunity, I think he'll do good. And I wouldn't make too much out of the Sugar Bowl thing because there was a lot going on there with coaching, moving around, the thing, and all of that. I wouldn't play too much into that. But I do think the guy's going to be Jackson Dart. I think he'll have an opportunity to basically be the guy and then it's up to him if he keeps it. You're going to see both of these guys play. And probably for several games would be my guess that they both play. But it feels like to me, at least when I hear, that it's a case of Jackson Dart, it's yours, and he's going to have to do something to lose it. And hopefully uh, that doesn't happen. Hopefully they both play well. All right, guys, I think that's going to do it for today. I think that's going to do it. Hey, you enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Get some work done. Get some work done because you know Friday you're not going to. Friday's going to come around. You're going to be antsy about the game on Saturday. You're not going to get anything done. You better get it done now. Always appreciate you guys listening to the show. Enjoy your day, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See you then.